Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to Awful Neutral. I'm your dungeon master, Damian Mercado. With me, as always, is Dave Callens as... Kevin. I, I forgot for just a second. I forgot my name. <laughs> Kevin, noble paladin. <laughs> there was that pause, that pregnant pause. And I thought it was going to be a throwback to when we were back in the studio, in the before time, when we'd get, we'd get to that question and... <laughs> You had not planned to be asked that, despite every episode. Dude, <laughs> you would you forget. You know what I almost said? Instead of, I almost said, the reason I paused, I almost said Tifi. And then in my head, I'm like, I'm not Tifi. No, I'm... <laughs> Do I sense a trade? <laughs> Clint Beiser as... Arthur T... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Tifi. <laughs> um, uh... Chet Blancate? Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> First mid-intro meltdown this season. And returning for his primo NPC work, we have Jesse Egan. As. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to point out I didn't botch that. <laughs> we'll botch it in post. <laughs> and Jesse's returning to play one of my favorite NPCs of his. Blanche Poubel. <laughs> Mother of Gertrude and wife of TV. <laughs> Jesse plays all the moms on the show, an unintentional thing that has happened, except for Miss Lothario. That's true. How are you at a, a Latin accent? Maybe we can slide you in. Que bueno. <laughs> oh, all right. We got a new Miss Lothario. <laughs> So we find Kevin and Tifi in the middle of the swamps of the Feywild. They have both barely survived their encounters in Miss Caitlin's evil mansion of horrors. Horrors. Oh, there's some evil whores in there. This <laughs> mansion of horrors. <laughs> Mr. Dice Clay, you barely survived. <laughs> there's a movie in there somewhere. Andrew Dice Clay and the Mansion of Hooers. <laughs> Ford Fairlane returns. <laughs> so if you guys want to get out on this Kickstarter, hey! Oh. <laughs> While Kevin suffered some physical injuries, the real injury, you could say, is that Tifi lost his connection with his god, Agma. Tifi signed his soul over to Osmodius. Furthermore, with a wish from the monkey's paw, the souls of Lothario and Gertrude are currently in hell. We join Kevin and TV as they are about one day's travel away from the Witch in the Hut, which is at this point the only place for our desperate party members to go next. You guys are sitting at a cackling campfire. I love the sound of a cackling campfire. <laughs> I'm a campfire! <laughs> that evil campfire we got from that evil house of whores. It's better than the guffawing campfire we had last time. That was just too obnoxious. Damn snickering campfire. 
This wood is really messed up, Kevin. We... Is it just me or is the campfire cackling at us? This is <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> it's just you, my friend, and Kevin pats him on the back. <sighs> That's what I was afraid of. Um, it's been very stressful, and I, I think I really messed up putting my emotions up to double uh, during that one fight, and I left it on. And ever since then... Oh yes, that was very much a mistake. I've been making real big mistakes, been very impulsive. And, uh... Yep, don't feel my connection to Ogma anymore. So, got some Osmodius power. Kevin's patting him on the back, looking for the off switch. <laughs> nope, that's, uh, that's not what it is. Although, <laughs> it's kind of a nice back rub. Thank you, Kevin. Helpful. Our campfire is going from cackling to snickering. Throw another log in there. <laughs> ah, so you... Ah, you idiot. Your soldier sold as modius. You do hear it. Now now the campfire is just dis throwing out burns. That's spicy campfire. Your soldier daughter's soul. Ha, 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 If only we had an exposition campfire. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the world of Sastagarium, <laughs> Anyways, Kevin, how do you feel about things? I do indeed. Perhaps we should find that witch's hut we were talking about moments ago. My best friend is right here next to me. <laughs> Lothario. Oh. <laughs> we don't say that name anymore. <laughs> you murdered an old lady. Where perhaps we should get on our way and find our friends. Lothario's not good in these situations. I can imagine he's already crying like a baby. Interesting. I haven't seen him in, in uh, hell before, so... Other than the regular hell that we live... Oh, it's honestly quite funny. It's happened several times. Huh. <laughs> There's a lot I don't know about you, Kevin. I am Kevin, noble tabaxi paladin. <laughs> yes. You know, this is actually quite cathartic. Your absurd responses is calming. I know that it's going to be absurd, and you you pay off every time. It's it's really nice. Kevin goes to shush him by placing his finger on TP's lips. <laughs> <laughs> yep, my lips don't actually produce sound. I am a warforged. But Roll me a wisdom saving throw, Tiffy. Okay. That'll be... I rolled a 5 plus 9. 14. You barely pass with a 14 when Kevin went to put his hand over your mouth. For a second, Tiffy, you found yourself... It's hard for you as a magic user, especially one who uh, has a religious connection, Had. to describe this feeling to somebody who doesn't have a connection with their god. But right now, your connection with Ogma is severed. It feels like a, a limb was removed. But in its place, when Kevin put his hand over your mouth, you felt fiery rage for just a second. Like a cackling fiery rage. <laughs> in the place where that lost spiritual limb used to be. <laughs> but you choke it back. Are your emotions on or off? I'm feeling like they got fried and set to double. 
we, they were left on double too long, and then we went to uh, Call of Cthulhu land and stuff happened. Same here, Clint. Same here. I think it's stuck at t- <laughs> that double. That's what happens when uh, Clint drinks during recordings. TV gets a lot more emotional. <laughs> Last week, he messed around and got a triple double. <laughs> League MVP. <laughs> You're adjusting to a lot right now, but that little surge of anger in dealing with Kevin, not normal. Hmm. Yep. I, uh, shushing me. I, I don't need my lips to talk, first of all. Second of all, hey, I'm on edge. If you could give me some space, I'm worried I might snap. And that wouldn't be fun. I, I need you to be my friend. Oh, snapping is fun. <laughs> There you go again, bringing up my spirits accidentally. If that were a joke, it'd be spot on, but you're not joking, which is incredible. Hey, uh, that's interesting. I'm laughing now. So there's a there's a good side to this. I didn't really laugh much before. Roll a perception check, Kevin. A six plus six is 12, yes. Excellent. This is at a very low DC. Uh, Kevin, you notice that Tifi sounds much different. Tifi, you sound much different. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know how I was talking in the, I don't know the, the plane where we're all humans and it's all dangerous. I don't know what, what to call that place, the evil place. Um. Yeah, I. How do I say? It? I'm sorry. Yep, my voice is different, Kevin. It's magic. This entire time, Kevin's been batting at fireflies, not paying attention. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I caught myself trying to over-explain things to you. Simple explanation with Kevin. Yeah, uh, anyways, I'm feeling pretty rested. I'm feeling pretty rested. It was a nice little sit, and uh, you got got your hit points back. Kevin, yes, I'm, I'm speaking different now, and... And whatnot. Also, another thing that's different is Lothario is in hell. Your best buddy. Do you have anything you need to talk about about that? How do you feel about that? Well, I suppose I can talk to Lothario once we rescue him from hell, if that's what you're asking. That's <laughs> very good. <laughs> that's what I expected. Yes, you're you're so dense. It's beautiful. It's ah. Uh, if there's one consistent thing in this world, it's it's Kevin. Do you have a last name? Kevin's just uh, batting at lightning bugs. He's not even paying attention. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thanks for, well, not listening to me, but being there while I talk. One lands on TV's forehead and Kevin swats at it and bats him in the head. Oh, I'm so sorry, my friend. Do I need to do a wisdom save? Yes. Okay. I got a a 24 on my wisdom save to not get enraged. You, uh, he, he throws it. We're going to say, uh, since you chose not to dodge it, it just hits you right in your Warforged face. <laughs> and uh, you pause for a moment, but no rage. In fact, uh, with a 24, you're in complete control. It's okay. Like you threw something at a Buckingham Palace guard. Your little toe <laughs> beans are cute, Kevin. Thank you for putting them on my face. That was, that was sweet of you. Hey, I'm... I don't ever feel this way, but I feel... You seem a little cranky. Perhaps you should lay down for a nap. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I feel tired for the first time in my Warforged life. Do you want to take first watch, buddy? Sure. He's looking around. Okay. Yeah. TV probably feels awkward because you don't, it's not like you have a body or a brain that needs to rest, but that limb, that spiritual limb that was uh, cut off, you'd feel the need to rest. It's, it's very foreign to you and perhaps a bit fascinating. Ah, oh, I... I'm just picturing TV being excited to sleep. That's just funny to me. <laughs> I get to take notes when I'm done. <laughs> huh. This is very... Intriguing, Kevin. I'm never tired, but I'll catch you in the morning. We'll go to, go to the witch. Good night, oh. sweet prince, as he lowers a pillow down over Tiki's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That's comfy. I think we established as canon in this episode that Tiki doesn't have a mouth that moves. I guess the sound is more like uh, projected out of his mouth. And so I like the thought of just yawn noises needlessly <laughs> being projected out of him. No physical reaction to go with it. Actual it, sounds of, like, logs being cut. Yeah. <laughs> One sheep, two sheep. I think Tiffy's mouth can move. He can mimic movement of his mouth, but it's not necessary. You're just simulating what you've seen other humanoids do when they sleep. Oh, and Damien, it's not one sheep, it's one displacer beast. Two displacer beasts. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't cut that. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> TV, you drift off to sleep. The feeling is fascinating. You feel your consciousness slip away slowly. As this reality starts to fade, you feel another one, one less real, for lack of a better word, less concrete, start to develop. You assume this is what dreams are. You don't remember what you were doing or where you are, just the sensation of this alternate reality when things become very unpleasant. Suddenly, where you can't remember there being any surroundings, you are surrounded by hellfire. Devils torture lemurs. Jagged mountains of brimstone, obsidian, and hellfire surround you. Lakes of lava can be seen dotting the landscape. Pitiful lemurs, souls of humanoids, the lowest level in hell. Hideous creatures with flesh melting off of their formless, gelatinous bodies are being tortured by devils all around you. You wade through these creatures as they beg for help, claw at your feet. You can hear Gertrude and Lothario's anguished cries for help in the distance. You can't see them, but you can almost picture them. They're trapped in a frozen, hellish wasteland, much different from the environment you're in right now. They feel both close to you and worlds away at the same time. You suspect they might be on a different level of hell than your dream is currently. And when you look up, you see in the sky a laughing Osmodius. With your body racked with pain, flesh burning off of your feet, lemurs taking off chunks of flesh on your legs, your warforged body jolts awake violently. 
What ho! Great Osmodius and Ogma! Oh. You're a very twitchy sleeper, my friend. Well, I'm not very well practiced. That's my second time ever sleeping. So cut me some slack, man. I would say you're not very good at it. Well, fuck. I also had a bad dream, dude. Ah. <laughs> I, I, do you, are all dreams bad, Kevin? I've had two dreams, and they were both terrible. I mean, one was a dream monster-induced dream, so that's fine. But, uh... I don't know if it's real or not, but I... Oh no, dreams aren't always bad. Dreams are merely a reflection of the type of person you are. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, let me take out my notebook here. Is that why I'm the type of person who shows up to class naked? <laughs> Roll me a religion check, TV. Okay, um... I rolled a 17 plus 9 for religion. That's a 26. Uh, with a 26, you know that you, this frozen wasteland in which their souls are being kept and tortured in is Stygia. You can tell from the characteristic landmarks that this frozen, hellish wasteland, home to ice devils. Most notably, the large sign at the front that says, Welcome to Stygia. <laughs> yeah, it says it like Russian writing. It looks like you're in Siberia. Cyrillic. That is where the souls are being kept. Now, with the 26, you also know that there is no magical portal to the fifth layer of hell. The only way to get there is to travel from the first to the fifth and then back out again. A daunting task, to be sure. Well, uh, what's, what's that layer of hell again? Uh, Stygia. Stygia, you know, is the fifth layer of the nine hells. It is a frozen, hellish wasteland. Well, Kevin, hope your fur coat is fully thick and, and in, because I believe if my dream was real at all, we have to go to Stygia from the fifth layer of hell. Stygia. This has a fun ring to it, but it's not fun there at all. Stygia? It nearly killed ya. Oh! oh. <laughs> the fire cackles. You <laughs> the fire booze. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! That's weird. It's weird when it goes back and forth from cackling to booing. That's haunted firewood. Interesting. Oh, that's normal, my friend. Don't overthink it. <laughs> that fire does not know me. I am a big overthinker. Anyways, Kevin, uh... Did you sleep all right? Are you rested? I, I'm sorry. I, I slept the whole night through. I didn't. Oh yes, I've been waiting on you. Okay. Well, let's. Should be, I believe, about a half a day's. I don't know how I know this. I think. Oh, you just like to say things and hope they're true. We know that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kevin. Um. This is a weird dynamic we have. Let's just hit up that witch. <laughs> witch. The, the, the swamp witch. The witch of the swamp. Witch swamp? Yes. Yes, the witch swamp. We have to go to the witch swamp. All right. Just uh, follow me. Kevin and TP pack up camp and travel for a few hours through the swamp. They wade through knee-high swamp water 
got quite a journey ahead of us. Um, and I know Gertrude is supposed to be my daughter. I don't really have any th feelings about that other than awkward ones. And I gotta say, Lothario was being a bit of a D at the end there. I, I hate to say it, but I'm questioning if we just say, fuck him. You know, Kevin? Uh, hmm. No, no, we should definitely get them. Okay, yep, I just had to... I don't know. I'm having thoughts and feelings that I haven't had before, like, selfish and... Leave the thinking to me, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> what insane role reversal we've seen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Um... You're right. In my dream, they looked like they were being tortured quite badly there. It's not right of me to leave them there. Oh, yes. Uh, Lothario hates it. Sorry, what? He, he, Lothario he hates what? He's been there several times. What do you... So we, we should probably move quickly. <laughs> if, if not Stygia, then certainly one of the other ones whose names all escape me at the moment. I can give you one. Um, I remember one time I saved him from Avernus. I like not knowing the names. Right. Okay. <laughs> I did a lot of research, guys. <laughs> wow, there is a lot I don't know about you and, I guess, Lothario, Kevin. You've been... Huh. Well, then... Never mind. I was going to say maybe you would remember something to help us, but that doesn't sound like you. So, how about we get to that witch? This sounds like me. Hello, my name is Kevin. Uh, is this thing on? Taps the microphone. <laughs> Kevin reaches beyond the fourth wall and taps the microphone. You can hear a, the sound of a finger touching a mic. <laughs> the cackling fire is now a cricket fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much of this is me losing my mind and how much is me seeing things I haven't seen before and finally being sane. This is, I, anyways, Kevin, witch, witch ho, let's go. Hey ho, hi ho, off to the witch we go. Hmm, singing now. I'm laughing, sleeping, singing, getting mad. This is a wild ride. Kevin, you're looking at a whole new Warforged. I did not know that Teefy had a drug habit. This is interesting. <laughs> Teefy, did you eat those mushrooms you saw earlier in the forest? Yeah, uh, TV, your uh, your demeanor since selling your soul to Osmodius. Demeanor? I barely know her. Damn it! <laughs> so as you continue through the Fey Swamp, you pass several swamp fairies and other Fey creatures, until finally you come upon what looks to be an old water damaged building. It would look very similar to the typical '90s and '80s pizza hut in the middle of the swamp it has swamp vegetation growing all over it and out front of this swamp tiffy these places are great they've got a video game inside called frogger a what game I, i'm sorry owl bearer <laughs> <laughs> you guys also know that you if you guys had read a book since your last time coming here you get a free personal pan pizza <laughs> Nobody else took advantage of the literacy programs that the <laughs> oh, Pizza that Hut's funny. had? I laughed. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I grew up, where I grew up was so rural, we didn't have Pizza Huts. So, uh, yeah. The pizza Barn. 
We just ate the batteries at Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been something to have a Radio Shack. They have a whole hut for pizza? Wow. Yeah, why a hut? Why hut? Like, couldn't they have done better than hut? It was going to be called the Calzone Hovel. <laughs> <laughs> pizza yurt. Yeah, pizza yurt. I like that one better. The sand just gets all over the pizza. The Italian food geodesic dome. <laughs> A bit wordy, but we'll find our audience. This is too wordy. Ke- Kevin, is this one of those calzone hovels that I've heard of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see a sign. It's kind of fa- it's faded over years of neglect. With algae and other mosses growing over, but uh, you're pretty sure you see most of a sign that reads Calzone Hovel. I always wished I could go to one of these, but I was a warforged that never left my house for most of my life. I bet so. if we keep going, we'll find a spaghetti tent. <laughs> <laughs> in front of this Calzone Hovel <laughs> that is clearly being lived in, you see uh, smoke rising from a chimney in the back. The faint smell of calzones wafting into the air. Made with spam. You're one of those people that adds a syllable to chimney? There is an Aladrin woman out front in simple attire. She is uh, skinning gators and hanging their and drying out their skin on racks out in front of this calzone hovel. Jesse, what do they see? They see a, a, a woman uh, who resembles Delta Burke. She's wearing a giant muumuu that's all in animal print. And she has her hair done up sort of, her hair is up for, for gator skinning. So she has like the Elvira slash Marge Simpson updo. Nice. With the, it's a black sort of beehive hairdo with uh, white um, sort of skunk looking streaks up the side. Oh, Pizza Hive. We should have done that one. <laughs> Damn it. Well, too late. Pizza Hive. <laughs> and she stands up and, and withdraws her arms that are elbow deep into the, from the gator entrails and then prestidigitates herself clean as she sees someone walking up the path. Kevin, uh, Kevin softly elbows Teefy and says, watch this. You've got to build rapport with the locals. I learned about this when I worked at a call center. Well, hello there, fine lady. That's a very nice technique you have. Well, well, thank you. Who, who are you strangers coming down the path? Your turn, TV. Go. TV, upon seeing her, um, you've been speechless since the moment she first saw you. You saw her turn around and with one hand covered in alligator viscera, brush her hair back up into a dew. And you immediately recognize who you're looking at. You haven't felt a whole lot about Gertrude and you've been questioning your connection to this other life, but the feeling you get when looking at Blanche brings you right back. You feel like you're Chet again for a brief moment. Everything goes like slow motion as like the the blood whips off of her hand and stuff, uh, and and she just does like the she spell. used to. It just <laughs> yeah. It it even connects with some memories that weren't shown to him by Agma. Just like little flashes of. Maybe what first caused him to fall in love with with this Blanche. The first time Blanche farted in bed. <laughs> Too many not in line. <laughs> you see this beautiful Aladrin woman in front of you. She has a few more stress wrinkles from the last time you saw her. 
roughly 200 years ago your time, although that's not really the timeline that was experienced by those living in the material plane. The sole part of Chet Blancate goes to speak to his estranged bride, and he goes, Blanche? I'm, uh, <clears throat> Blanche? Poobelle? Is that you? Chet? Chet? My lord, could it possibly be my Chetty? She gets up and rushes to him down the path. While she might have heard the love of her life speaking to her seconds ago, what she sees is a cold metal body in front of her. Okay, she still embraces him and starts kissing him all over, and then she's like, Chet, Chet, what's happened to you? Is that you? Are you inside this metal man? You sense him inside of there. You sense something, a familiar soul. You sense the love of your life inside of this robot, but inside of this Warforge, but you also feel a fell uh, infernal taint. I'll give you that same layup. What have they done to your taint? Um, it's not just my taint that is taint. She's on her knees, like, looking at the robot crotch. <laughs> There's definitely something wrong with it, Mr. Blankey. I think Chud Bingsley used to be in a band called Infernal Taint. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing Chud with dreads. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done to you, Chad? This is Tiffy. Um. Chet, what's happened to you, and who's your furry friend? I do love kitties. This, this is Kevin. Um, he's a noble tabaxi paladin. Just ask him. Oh, yes. I am Kevin, noble tabaxi paladin. Nice to meet you. I'm Blanche Poubelle, wife of Chet Blanket. And how do you know Tiffy? He went away. <laughs> you left 237 years ago, and I moved to this here bog and became a sorceress. A swamp sorceress, and I started my own line of small Italian food joints. Welcome, this here is my calzone hovel. Would you like to come inside? I can <laughs> fix you something to eat in your own pan. Everyone gets their own personal cooking item. <laughs> um, well, as a warforged, I don't eat and... Well, there's a lot to talk about. Yes, let's, let's, let's go in. There's a lot to talk about, including Gertrude being in hell. Um, what? My Gertie! <laughs> she died. She finally went to the, to the H-E double hockey sticks. I'm a witch. I don't know why I can't say that word. <laughs> a bit of an irony there, eh? As she normally makes all of our lives hell. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, Blanche, um... What happened to her? She was fine when I left, and then... After you left, she she lost her way. She needed her, her male fatherly guidance, I guess. She got too deep into the natty lights and spam and then started to switch over to even more foul things, like that shower sodium, oh no. Yeah. Without her father around, she just... She craved male attention. She, she's, oh, she's probably on a 20th marriage by now. I stopped going to those things back on wedding number six. I met a few of them. Oh, okay, never mind. I, yes, I met a few of them, but 
I mean, Loretta turned out fine. What? Ah, never mind. It doesn't Wait matter. Wait a minute. Did you say I get my own personal pan? Yes. <laughs> That's a novel idea, isn't it? Oh, this is exciting. I think it's going to really be big. A chef's hat materializes out of nowhere on Kevin's head. <laughs> so I see you've uh, ended up following in the witchy footsteps of your mother. Yes, I I am a, an accomplished sorceress, and uh, I also make a mean calzone now. I, do, I have moved on from all <laughs> spam-related cookery, and uh, I've expanded my repertoire after 200-plus years. Really? You've you've moved on from Scrapple? That's... No, I'll never move oh. on from Scrapple. Here's my new Scrapple shrine, and I show him the, sh- the new shrine that I've built <laughs> inside the Pizza Hut that's a huge, uh, almost like a tomb made out of Scrapple with multiple cans of Natty Lights and candles in the Natty Lights burning. Oh, I love how Scrapple has little interesting facts underneath all the lids. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the calzones are filled with. Yes, huh. the good ones. So, <laughs> yep, I can see why you don't get a lot of business. This is um, not fair. You're in the middle of a swamp, and it's very... Well, I don't like do you. very well with marketing, it's I'll admit. like you. To... Yep. Anyways, uh, our There's daughter is in hell. skin in a gator in the parking Listen, lot. It's a word so. of mouth thing right now, so I want you to try, <laughs> and then... Invite two friends. Maybe, uh, maybe Gertie. We'll get her back. Why is she in hell? Have you seen how she lives her life? That was a foregone conclusion. (laughs) Well, um, yes. Uh, we've been on an adventure. I didn't know I was her dad. I, I'm not, I don't have Chet's memories exactly. I I go by Artificarian. Oh, how convenient. It's a, it's. (laughs) It's been a lot, so... I suppose that's why you didn't bring me the cigarettes I asked you to get when you went out 237 years ago. What <laughs> cigarettes? I do remember that day very well. That's the only day I... Well, I, I don't remember it, but I witnessed it in a dream sequence. Gogma, you see, there is so much to talk about. I have to slow have down. Have you been seeing another woman named Ogma? Ogma's a god. <laughs> I will cut and a bitch. I'm no longer seeing him. <laughs> I moved on to Osmodius uh, by accident. Osmodius. And that's part of why Gertrude is in hell. She told bad jokes and crickets ate her, okay? That and tracks. And then I made a mistake <laughs> with a monkey's paw. That's the story. It's been a lot, okay? You know why I believe it? Because you'd never lie to me, would you, Chet Plan K? Again, I... I love you so. I've missed you all these years. Here, sit down. Sit down right here. Let me get you your favorite natty light and a big pile of this scrapple that I'll scrape off the tomb on the wall. Here, sit down. Make yourself at home. Get comfortable. Put your feet up. You, little kitty, would you like some uh, saucer of milk? Maybe some cream? Oh, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much. Here you go. And she whips out a big bowl of frosty cream. That sounded gross. 
<laughs> no, you're, you're... Who, who are you, Bada B- I mean, uh, Chud Bingsley over here? Whipping out cream? If Delta Burke gives me a figure cream, I'm drinking it. She's a trustworthy figure. Here, you boys sit down, have some food, and let me just, I gotta, my nerves are frazzled. Let me light up my fantasy Newport. It's the last one because you didn't bring me any more cigarettes from the outside world, and I've been in this swamp for many, many years, but tell me, who who took Gertie down to hell? I want to know the whole story. Why, why, why is she there? Kevin looks up from drinking his bowl and like, oh, it's Miss Caitlin. That bitch. <laughs> I kill her. Miss Caitlin, what did, how did she get involved? Kevin sticks his head out from the kitchen where he's making uh, where he's making calzones just to say it was Miss Caitlin then goes back to like whipping up dough. <laughs> Tifi sits down with um, Blanche and catches her up to er, and starts to catch her up to all of the ongoings and the, the whole situation as to why Gertrude went to hell. And then Kevin interjects. Okay. And then well, I will kill that bitch. I, we gotta get. Let's go right now and find this Miss Caitlin. I've got some words to tell her. And my hammer. So, so you know, you know of Miss Caitlin, of course. Sounds about right. Anyways, um, what do I know yeah, about so, her, by the way, Damien? What, what's my beef with Miss Ka- Miss, uh, Miss uh, Caitlin? You probably don't have a beef with Miss Caitlin personally, but you know that she is a famous figure. She is a fixture in the world of magic, uh, as you are also a, a powerful magic user as well. You just look at her as maybe um, Meryl Streep's character from, like, The Devil Wears Prada. Mm. You, do, you don't have a high a high opinion of her. Bottom line, I hate the bitch. <laughs> Let's go kick her ass. No one hates her more than I at this moment. Um, although it's malice and kill. I've got a beef with her. It's all her fault. Really? Well, I can't stand the rich. I say we eat the rich and make a new calzone. I don't eat, but gross anyways. Oh, I'll have his. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin sticks his head out from around the corner one more time. Well, I'm so excited to see you both, but I cannot wait one more instant before we go and track down my Gertie. We've got to save her. Blanche, as she's saying this, she's uh, creating a summoning, a TV you would know as a transport rune. She's lighting candles on the floor, drawing out the runes. She's also taking out her earrings and, like, preparing for a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this bitch is going down. Open the scrapple door. Blanche, she holds up the sign that says Blanche 316. (laughs) (laughs) The portal that I've conjured, I want it to be like we, we step through the the Scrapple temple that I've created and sort of that's where the traveling portal. Blanche reciting words from a language that none of you recognize. Hola, como estas? Muy bien, me too. All the lights in the room except for the the candles that were part of the ritual uh, immediately go out and a purple portal opens up in the middle of this Kelzone hovel. And then suddenly we're attacked by a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple portal, purple, purple portal. I fucked that up. It's hard to say. It's a lot. It's a lot. Strike two. You're almost there. Another shot at it. (laughs) When Blanche is so quick to be like, "All right, let's go after Miss Caitlin," Tifi just says like, "Oh, oh, so we're we're going for Blanche and not directly to save our daughter." Okay, you're very decisive. I like that. 
Well, TV, you would know that um, there is no way for you to get to Stygia. Uh, it is a long, arduous journey filled with incalculable danger to just navigate one layer of hell, let alone the four you would need to get there. So you get the feeling whether uh, Blanche is just going there to kick some ass just to feel better, or if she has a lead, this is your kind I'm of I'm going to force right Miss now. Caitlin to take us to Argerdy. It's the quickest way. All right. Uh, lead on. Into the portal. You step into this portal and immediately you enter that 70s sci-fi traveling through space and time. Ooh, play the Doctor Who music. Your Doctor Who spiraling <laughs> through time and space itself. You see all the worlds as you're passing them. You know, in this portal, you see the elemental planes. You see the planes of the gods in the distance. But your direction of travel in this portal is uh, headed to nowhere, it looks like, until you find yourself getting closer and you see this white blank pocket universe. All three of you plunge into this white blob of nothing, and once you're inside, Blanche, you would know this. Tifi, you would know this too. This is a demi-plane of existence. This is a place that she has made. It is her own personal plane. Does she have personal plane pizza here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone gets their own plane. (laughs) There is a Duke's Court pizza kitchen in this. Uh, Blanche instinctively winces when she sees a competing pizza chain. Damn you! And that shitty Sparrow! So so there's a competing chain in a place that she created. I love that. <laughs> this is a chain that you would that Blanche would know exists all throughout Sostigaria. There just happens to be one here in a personal demi-plane. Not too dissimilar to when you hear about a Saudi prince who has a McDonald's in his palace. They're very pervasive. In this demiplane, you see vast blank nothingness. It looks like when Bugs Bunny or Daffy Duck breaks the fourth wall Mm. and is just on the animation page and is talking to the animator. It's a lot like that. The only other things that are there, you see that haunted mansion that you escaped from not too long ago. But Oh, I got excited. I thought it was the Disney haunted mansion for a second. I was super yeah. stoked. But there's something different. This doesn't have the same sense of foreboding that that other mansion did. This seems to be a lovely residence. There are lights on inside. There's smoke coming from several chimneys in this gothic Victorian mansion. And at that point, you see three canaries fly under the stairs in front of the house. Does a Bob Marley song start playing? These canaries say in unison, in an unworldly, unholy, profane voice, Follow us to Miss Caitlin! Let's split it up and each follow one of the canaries. (laughs) (laughs) Great idea. They're going the same place, so it'll work out. You don't realize it's unsettling until you see it. Just not normal, but these canaries do kind of a slow hummingbird flight where they're hovering. Their wings are flapping a mile a minute. Very uncharacteristic of any other bird but a hummingbird, but they fly just a few feet in front of you. I don't care for these hummingbirds. Catman, why don't you eat one? Mm, Good idea. Kevin tries to grab one. Bad idea. Let's, (laughs) Let's keep it on lock until we see Caitlin. Hold on, hold on. Okay. No, this happened. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, now we have to deal with it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, TP protests. It doesn't mean it stops anything. <laughs> For the Kevin. record, this is Jesse's fault. <laughs> Kevin. I am a witch. 
Roll me a D6. On a one to two, you hit the first bird. On a three to four, you hit the second bird. And on a five to six, you hit the third bird. Oh, I automatically hit a bird. I love it. Four. Middle bird. Give me an attack roll. Jesus, I haven't... Like with the hammer or whatever? No, what's hand? Claw. There it is. 18. You, you got that kind of hairy. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, you said you rolled a what? 18. 18. And what were you doing exactly? Just pawing at it or were you trying to, to hit? Okay. You have this canary in your hands. Uh, you have successfully grabbed it with an 18. Of course I do. I'm a very proficient fighter. You do notice a lot of strength coming from this canary. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw coming up. 16. That canary takes its beak. Within a second, this thing's beak grows three to four inches, uh, giving it a making it look like a very different bird. As it slams, oh, its is that your beak, beak, or are you just happy to see me? Down into your hand, doing five damage. Oh, After doing dead. that, <laughs> let that be a lesson to the rest of you. I knew I hated these birds. <laughs> All three canaries turn around and look at all three of you. Don't do that, stupid mortals. So Kevin looks at the birds. He's like, what? Lots of people were trying to eat birds. Why are you looking at us? Just fly ahead. We had nothing to do with it. Teefy's hands raised in like uh, like the, hey, it wasn't me, bud. I would never. Teefy, uh, all of you would remember the last that uh, one of these canaries looks exactly like the one that beat up Lothario outside of <laughs> Miss Caitlin's shop a while back. Uh, the canaries, uh, after issuing that warning and you give your response, uh, you can feel so much hate and anger just radiating off these birds. However, they turn around and continue to lead you through this vast mansion. You pass many unnecessary dining rooms. If only one person lives in this mansion, then it is an incredible waste. But eventually, <laughs> after walking through this opulent, gaudy, gilded mansion... Place is ridiculous. Who lives here, Mariah? <laughs> you get to a large library with... Mariah uh, Carrion Crawler. <laughs> uh, with stacks upon stacks of books. This library is three stories tall crammed with books all over. We get it. You like to read. In front of a fireplace in a leather chair, the skinned owlbear on the floor, you see Miss Caitlin. She is smoking from a cigarette extender. She is wearing an elaborate pink robe with fluffy boa-like material along the neck and edges of the robe. Oh, hello, boys. Wonderful to see you again. Charmed. I see the two of you made it through my house of horrors. Kudos to you. Very rare that somebody does that indeed. And she looks at Tifi for a moment. Oh, and I see I have a new brother in arms. All hail is Modius and all that. Oh, yes. Good. So you don't remember that last bit where we, uh, nothing, never mind with the monkey paw. Nothing happened. Listen, Miss Caitlin, thank you for sending your shitbirds to guide us. Through your giant mansion, we're very impressed. But I'm here for my daughter, Gertrude. What have you done with her? I heard you took her to hell. Do you live here by yourself? Mm. How many oh, bathrooms yes, I... do you have, by the way? 
Oh, innumerable others. In this wing alone, there's 13. I believe total. I lost count after somewhere through the mid triple digits. Are those full or those half baths? <laughs> Cumulatively, there are 114 full baths. That's too many they are... baths. <laughs> Actually, there's 115 now. I'm sorry. I just couldn't help myself. He makes bathrooms <laughs> where he will. Oh, you horrible tobacco. Some of the baths aren't half baths or full baths. They're one and a half baths. <laughs> two extra toilets <laughs> and two toilets <laughs> I even have one of those military style bathrooms where everybody just poops next to each other rather inconvenient since I live alone <laughs> um, but to answer your question Mrs. P- Poobell is the name ah Mrs. Poobell don't act like you don't know me you've seen my calzone hovel over in the slimy swamp she gives you a smirk to let you know that she knows who you are, but she's going to continue to popular girl you. Uh, I don't usually run in the same circles as you, darling. <laughs> Unlikely that we would know somebody I... Speaking of running in circles... <laughs> yes, to answer your question, though, Swamp Witch, the fact that she knew your title tells you that she does know yeah. who you are. I don't have them. I am simply doing what I was told. I don't know if you're familiar with your new boss, Tifi, but... He's very big into planning. Likely, all the incidents that have led to this moment have been set in motion years ago, perhaps even ages. You are here, and Gertrude's soul is there because Osmodius wished it so. Now that's some bullshit. We're going to get her back. You've got to take me there. Oh, do not worry. I plan on giving you exactly what you want. Osmodius just simply wanted an audience with his newest champion. Osmodius should be arriving shortly, if you'd be so kind as to wait. Huey, Dewey, Louie, please get our guests some refreshments. Oh, good. I get to meet my new patron in the flesh. In the flesh. The three canaries standing in front of you transform from their canary state into three devils. Oh, shit. One of them is a bone devil. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Got that nickname in high school. TV, you know it instinctually now. You, uh, ever since signing this pact, you know uh, about what hell is about, how it works. You know that you come in there as a lowly soul, and by adapting to hell, by being the most vicious person, by being the most vicious at whatever and most efficient at whatever level you are you get moved up and you would know that each of these devils is at various levels in their ascension to pit fiend and perhaps even a devilhood and you know that from watching your favorite tv show real housewives of stygia (laughs) (laughs) oh they're such catty bitches you see a bone devil this canary transforms into an eight foot tall bony white alabaster colored devil he has he looks like one of the aliens from Aliens, but he's got <laughs> wings. A large scorpion tail, claws. Yeah, very similar to if a xenomorph from the Aliens universe did their magic to a white devil. Ah, I believe this one's called an erection devil. <laughs> <laughs> or colloquially, a bone devil. I knew that that bird was really just a boner devil. <laughs> the other one transforms into a chain devil. This is the one that Kevin grabbed, by the way. Oh, I love chain devils. There's a ton of great art for bone devils, chain devils, and the last one 
a horned devil. Horned devil. The chain devil looks like the gimp. Oh, isn't that the bass player for Slipknot? <laughs> <laughs> I like these birds better when they were birds. They transform into a bone devil, a chain devil, and a horned devil. Do you have any requests from Sostagaria Pizza Kitchen? <laughs> I'm a warforged. I don't eat. I don't have his. It's not all about you, robot man. <laughs> I think I'd prefer if you just make me some eggs. I think that's all you do well. Can you make them deviled? Thank you. God that's my. It. That's my only. <laughs> no, I'd like to see. I'd like to see what your pizza and tastes now, like. A fourth devil, a cricket devil appears. <laughs> the cricket devil, no! It's him, Gertie! You are Gertrude's mother. It knows! No, I'd rather have one of your calzones to try against my own. After the devil canaries leave to uh, go fix you some sort of deviled egg pizza abomination. <laughs> you have to wait but a few moments before you hear... Sounds like smooth jazz. Just echoing in the background. Maybe it's, you don't know if you're hearing mm. it or if it's just in your mind. Well, then the that fits because if it's because Tifi this whole time can't stop like just longingly looking at Blanche. He thought that he was going to have to hold back his rage at Miss Caitlin because he, he didn't have a good time with her, but he just continually gets distracted by, by Blanche and that's probably why he's been so quiet since he's gotten here. He's just like, man, there's something about this woman that's so opposite of me. Delta Burke in her mm. prime. She was a cutie. Cutie and a half. Oh, for sure. Chad, even through your metal exterior, I can see that smolder. Looks like someone else has got a bone devil. <laughs> <laughs> Unusually blue joke for Kevin. <laughs> TV, this is the first time in a while. I'm giving myself a you... point of inspiration for that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll... Point of inspiration for Kevin. <laughs> Oh, God. But I'm going to take away a point of inspiration for giving him yeah. something. So now we're <laughs> at. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I would have used it on something stupid anyways. It's only in these brief moments where you get lost looking at your lovely wife that you feel at peace. And it's crazy to think that you're at peace because you know, unlike everybody else in the room, maybe with the exception of Miss Caitlin, that that smooth jazz means Osmodius is on his way. You can feel his presence, a truly terrifying one. Yeah, so he, Tifi's lost in the smooth jazz at first, and then he's like, oh, oh, that's uh, that's the big man coming. And he just melts up through the floor. For a moment, he is in that massive classic devil state, but then he slowly morphs down into a tall, slender human. He has pale white skin, gaunt facial expressions, slicked back black hair. Oh, it's looks similar Se sexy to... vampire looking type of. Yeah, sexy vampire. Like I an would interview say with a vampire style, like if if gaunt. a young Willem Dafoe was. I said sexy vampire, not yeah, like creepy you. goblin man. <laughs> like oh, you don't think Willem Dafoe fucks? You know what? Oh, We're... oh I. <laughs> I I've met Willem Dafoe. I guarantee he could have charmed the pants off of me. He's very charming. Not like typically attractive, but very charming. I'm something of a charming man myself. <laughs> oh, can it be Will I Am Dafoe Ooh. from Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> you and your fucking fun mind. 
it's Will I Am Defoe. There's no getting back out of this one now, folks. That's the We're sexiest creature in. ever. Yeah, okay. Um, you see a racially ambiguous human male. The body of Willem Defoe and the hat of Will I Am Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> the hairstyle of Will I Am. And headwear. But like the smile oh, of Willem Dafoe, and like the 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 creepy Joker smile from ear to ear uh. of Willem Dafoe, uh, and this figure appears in front of you. He is wearing black and red suede outfit, immaculately tailored and pressed. He has a black cane with a large red ruby at the head of it. You sure it doesn't have a black ID at the end of it. <laughs> Now that it's Will I Am Defoe, <laughs> the sexy smooth jazz got a little funkier in the background. <laughs> it was always there, but uh, it, like it really. Now that you see who it is, the beat drops. It's actually Fergie. Fergie music. <laughs> when Osmodius enters, Mrs. Caitlin drops to one knee, and you notice she was wearing the same outfit, but her she has changed physically. She no longer looks like uh, Mrs. Caitlin, you know, middle-aged human. Lady. She looks like Colin Kaepernick now. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we just lost a ton of listeners in the Midwest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you kidding? We lost them with the Bernie stuff. Yeah, Kaepernick. Oh, God. She takes a knee, and you notice that she has changed from a rather plain-looking, upper-crust noblewoman into a devil. She has bronze skin. I knew it. Black hair. She has long wings that rip out behind in her robe. Father, it is wonderful to see you. I provided you with the Warforged, as you have instructed. I knew that bitch was a devil. Wait, what? You have got to be kidding me. This was all a pl- Do I have no agency over things that happen in my life? Ev, I'm sorry. Hello, Oh, yes, Tiki, we were all in on it. It's been very funny. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no idea what's happening right now. Osmodius walks over, puts a hand on his daughter's head. Thank you, daughter. I hope you enjoyed Glacia's house of fun. I've been told she's quite good at getting you mortals to go mad and turn on each other. <laughs> We're about to go mad. To answer your question, Mr. Artificarian, no, much of your life and your decisions are being manipulated by those above you. Consider it a compliment. Most mortals' lives are not worth manipulating. But every one of yous has been. Yeah! Gertrude's dudes are high soul currency. Hey, that's us. <laughs> yes, Kevin. All the gods and powerful figures are finding mortal champions. I see that the Cat Lord and Oberon have their dull champion. As he looks up at Kevin. Still looking for a name, Catlord. Good luck to you, Smile Vester. Perhaps one day people will know the name of Smile Vester. <laughs> Unlikely. I know that name. I do too. That's he's getting a he's making a little bit of ground, huh? How about that? I'm sorry. You you're my patron. I should respect you. I'm and Osmodius slowly and confidently walks up to Tifi as he gets closer to you. You would think that the mashup of Will I Am and Willem Dafoe would be a much more charming <laughs> and disarming figure, but you just feel more terror the closer Osmodius gets to you. 
don't tell me how I feel. I feel charmed. Okay? <laughs> All right? All right. All Let right. me just go... Let me edit Osmodius's <laughs> character card and what it says no, about him. <laughs> he can look terrifying. Tifi's still charmed. Charmed, I'm sure. Ogma had a champion for a while as well, and now he is my champion. We are the champions. Tifi, you are following a false god. He claims to be the god of knowledge, the god of wisdom, the god of learning. You know, hey, can I, can, I feel like I can save you some time. I was starting to get tired of his shit. He didn't help me very much. Well, hey, I'm going back into my old voice a little bit. Splinted. I've noticed your voice and mannerisms have changed. You see, being one of my servants isn't all bad. And he snaps his fingers, and you immediately feel much different. Blanche Poubelle and Kevin, you immediately, as soon as he snapped his finger, you see smoke and brimstone in a poof of magic surround Tifi, and when it dissipates, you see Chet Blanket standing in front of you. You no longer see Tifi, the Warforge. Mm, my Chetty! Tifi, you poofed yourself. Chetty, you're you again. I don't know what you're talking about, Blanche. I'm, I'm, I'm always... You look at your hands. Oh, I can really feel again. This is... That is right. And there are so many more advantages to siding with me over Akma. I have already done more. Kevin puts his hand on TV's shoulder and says, You're finally a real girl. Okay. Thanks for your input, Kevin. Can you feel this? I give him a little wet willy. <laughs> you are too... Blanche. Oh, just like your usual self. You remember my old Willie? Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wooey. This is... A, this feels great. I... Feeling again. Okay, okay, okay. So were those devils not bringing us calzones? I don't remember. Hey, whoa. Speaking of calzones, I'm hungry. Yo, Osmodius, I gotta say... I gotta say, I'm hesitant to go all in. But great first showing. All right. You are already all in, <laughs> Mr. Artificarian. Your soul is doomed. However, that does not mean that you do not have an important role to play in the things to come. Oh, pish posh, soul doomed. Doom. What, I could become a devil and, like, excel at that because I excel at everything? I'm awesome! Hello! Yes! Yes! My is getting a little worked up. I'm sorry. I feel great right now. What is this? I didn't never felt like this as Chet. This is great. Hello. Yes. Yes. He snaps his fingers and Tifi, you have never felt more pain. Your elven body, which has been returned to you, it, it's as if every nerve ending is on fire. You are brought to the... Uh, go, go ahead and give me a constitution check. All right, let me just update my character sheet as an Eladrin. No, I'll just roll it as is. No, I'm sorry, you're a high elf, sorry. High elf. Yeah, same, same. Well, not really, but you know. 16, not too bad. You feel yourself get thrown to the ground. You take five damage. You're in incredible pain, but you don't feel that any long-term damage is being done to you with that saving throw. 
yes. The feeling of being a devil. It is freeing. Give and take. Give and take. I miss my Warforged body again. Ow. Stop hurting my chatty. Yep. Okay. Uh, you will learn obedience. There is an order to what you have joined. And those who take long to learn the power structure of the Hells are doomed to repeat it over and over again in worsening forms for all of eternity. Message read. I don't mean to be a broken wax cylinder, but I feel those devils were definitely going to get us food. At that point, the devils return with three calzones. One of them is a deviled egg calzone. <laughs> the other two are just pepperoni. Wait, are you putting this all on one giant pan? We don't each get individual, a little personal touch to these pans? <laughs> the devils look at Osmodius, who Osmodius is like giving them a well. <laughs> and the devils kind of, all three of them sigh and turn around to go uh, get Blanche her pans. Um, bullshit. Bla- Complete bullshit. Chet, uh able to now be able to get back on his feet um kind of sneaks up but behind blanche and uh gives her a little um little pinch on the tukas oh my naughty boy my you've grown more in the past 48 hours under my tutelage than you have under years of that nerd aqua <laughs> i imagine you would like to discuss the issue of your daughter's soul yeah, I. Mm, yeah, I guess. Yes. Oh, hey, ask him about Lothario, too. That's what. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Gertie, why do you look older than me? All right. We're, uh, we're in hell. Congratulations, <laughs> we're everybody. We're in hell. And not just 2020. Like, <sighs> we're in fantasy. Yes. <laughs> right. Not the actual hell of 2020. We are in imaginary hell. <laughs> Our imaginary hell is an escape from the real hell that we're living in. That is... <laughs> how funny is that? That's too funny. Hey, it, could have been, it could have been worse. Osmodius lost the elections. <laughs> so there is a glimmer of hope. Yep. Uh, Jesse Egan, where can people Osmodius find you? Osmodius has not conceded yet. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Osmodius is the only one standing between us and socialism, a bunch of people in Nebraska say. You can find me at uh, Jesse Egan Comedy, J-E-S-S-E-E-G-A-N, Comedy. I'm spelling it because uh, I don't know why. Somebody spelled it once. Somebody spelled their thing. Well, Clint never spells his, which is (laughs) questionable. I I started spelling mine because I realized mine is unspellable. How can you spell Beicher without being spelled to you? It's not possible. Beicher. Beicher. Dave Callens, where can people find you? Wherever two or more people are gathered in my name, you will find, I don't know, check Instagram or Twitter, Sharkadile. Dave can also be summoned through satanic (laughs) rituals, so. Clint Beicher, where can people find you? Fawning over all of the wonderful fan art and heartfelt messages that have been sent our way in in the recent weeks and months. Thank you so much, fans. It means so much to us. And also, uh, on the internet, at Clint Beischer, on things. And I have been your Dungeon Master, Damian Mercado, and thank you so very much for listening. We got a really nice letter I wanted to share. This is from a fan by the name of Larry. 
And it was a very touching letter, and Larry wrote us something real nice and, and personal, and I want to share that. But but he did do a good job letting us know just how much this podcast means to him. And we've gotten other messages from fans letting us know that in these weird, lonely times that the smutty voices of the comedians you hear on this podcast brings a little ray of hope. And that made me feel really good because I speak for myself and the rest of these cast members on the show when I say that we're people and we feel down too. And to know that we have people out there who look forward to hearing our voices make dick jokes in a D&D setting every week. I don't know. That really picks me up during these times. So thank you very much, Larry, and anybody else who wants to write we in. We love you, show. Larry. Thank you, Larry, for sharing. That's it's very, very touching. I love your body, Larry. <laughs> that's from, that was from uh, Fletch. Sorry, sorry, Larry. <laughs> yes. And I was, I was mentioning uh, some some of the fan art. Guys, check out Xavier Illustrates. Uh, she's been doing some amazing, amazing artwork of a bunch of the characters on the on the cast and she's she's just gotten into the podcast and i love seeing some people binging our podcast the way i have been binged some other podcasts so it's very touching xavier we got some uh some sweet swag coming your way she's like a uh a patron of art rather than of of money thank you for sending that us so thank you for sending that to us so yeah, we're sending you a T-shirt and some stickers and, and maybe some other sweet swag. And also, anybody listening, Google Horned Devil, because that chick is stacked. <laughs> Thank you so very much for listening, guys. We have some great stuff coming up for you in the new year to include more Hellfraser and a very special game written by our own Jesse Egan, Chud's Chuck Wagon Challenge. Thank you so very much for listening. Stay tuned for the cool shit we got coming out. Later, nerds. This is Pat, coming to you live from my new American home basement. With me today is my Goathead. Say hello, Goathead. Can you hear Goathead? Some might not believe that is Goathead and think that is me touching the fourth wall, but it is Goathead. Today, I have been tasked to read a list of people who give us money. This is called Patreon because apparently you live in country where you have such wealth and you have nothing to do with your money that you'll give it to people who live in basement and record and talk to themselves while playing with dungeons and dragons. This makes sense. The first person we have is Malleus Varmintum. Where I come from, Varmintum is over-the-counter fake tums. You know, for stomach ache, but it's not good. No, sometimes I make you go poo-poo in pants, so you only do as last resort. Next we have Lindsay Taylor. 
A girl with two first names would definitely win beauty contest in my hometown and would be winner of next gold tip. Next, we have Rick Turpin. I once thought I got a bag of turpins, but they were turnips. And they were rotten. Mr. J. Baker. But are you a baker? It is not okay to have baker name if you do not bake. Lynette DeBell. Where I come from, that is curse word. So DeBell to your toe. Jessica Old Beer. Old Beer? Why would you have old beer? What are you doing wasting beer? Drink it already. Then we have Rebecca Throp. Hmm, that's what happens when you have the bad thumbs. You throp. We have Chris Waltrip. Nah, I have many friends who trip over wall while trying to leave home country. We have torso full of bees. I had a cousin who had that condition. It did not end well. We have Matthew R. Why don't you have a last name, Matthew? I don't like that. I think Matthew was spy. We have Quezon Escobido. That's definitely a foreign name. Probably also spy. Why do we have so many spies? I swear I am here on legitimate visa for my education. Christopher Skelton. I know that name. I have the man in my home country who run the graveyard. His last name's Skelton. Because they're skeletons. We don't put much creativity into our names. Natasha Yagrain. Hey, Natasha. You'll definitely have family from old country. Here's some vodka for you. Chance Dyson. Dyson. Oh, like the vacuum cleaner. You must be good. Very clean. We have Fred the Milano. Is this the Milano cookie? Are you the heir to the Milano riches? Where I come from, I save for a whole year just to have one Milano cookie. I bet you'll have swimming pool of cookies. Dwayne Donovan. Also, another person who clearly has money if they have a car in their name. Hector Angelo. Hector Angolo. Is that an angel? Are you an angel, Hector? Just here to give us free money? I don't understand this concept. AJ Kurosaki. AJ. Where's the rest of your name, AJ? Your name cannot just be two letters. There has to be more syllables. You are trying to do nicknames. No nicknames here. The last person that we have is Damien is gay. That makes sense. I, I totally makes sense to me now. I don't know why it took you so long to come out, Damien. It's okay. We accept you here. I mean, if we were back in home country, you'd definitely be dead for this, but... You are here, and you shall be very thankful that you live in country full of freedom, where you have right to be gay. And you have riches, where you can just give money to people in basement who record imaginary games in their heads. This is such an amazing country. Well, if you want to join our list, you can also go to patreon.com and give us money for doing things like this, sitting in a basement while you hold on to your goat head.